Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay. Come through, queen. I want to see you. Come through, queen. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this, this is, is Come, Come Through, Through Queen. Queen. This is episode 30. I dreamed a dream. This week we're coming through with our reactions to the election, Oof. including what happened at our election night get-together. Brendan will also give his report from interviewing Lisa Vanderpump for Vanity Fair's website, which is like <laughs> such on the other end of the spectrum of good news. Um, and then we'll congratulate... Rob and Angela Kardashian on their new dream. And we've got four shows to discuss this week, so that's a deep dive in and of itself. The reunions of OC and Jersey, as well as the season premieres of Vanderpump Rules and Atlanta. As usual, we'll close out the show by naming the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen, including a very special edition of Pea's Corner. Yeah. You don't want to miss that. No. So, Brendan, how are you doing? Um... <laughs> Welcome to Trump's America. Oh my God. <laughs> um, as long as this podcast is able to stay on the air. Oh God, he's gonna yank us. Jeez. <laughs> oh, um, um, I'm fine. It's been a weird couple of days. It's a little weird. Like all the shows aired right before the election, and it and feels then, like a lifetime ago. <laughs> I know it was like such joy watching the new Vanderpump Rules in Atlanta, and then. This happened. We had election night, and we were originally planning on recording uh, a day earlier than we are today. But we literally we couldn't do it. <laughs> we couldn't drag ourselves. What did to you, the mic? What did you do instead? Um. Well, we got home. Alex and I, myself. We. I had pasta. He ordered in pizza. He put on the Lizzie McGuire movie, and I played Animal Crossing. Oh my god, you're living <laughs> yeah. in a virtual reality. Listen, it's the only reality I can handle right now. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? Um, similarly, I came home. I got... This is actually sort of disgusting. I got... 
You know when you go to the grocery store and like they have like the bread for the day? Yeah. Like the like baguette. A baguette? Got yeah. one of those. <laughs> some brie and just <laughs> went, to went to town. <laughs> oh my god. And like watched um Yeah, what did you watch? I watched some housewives that were on my DVR. I watched American Horror Story. Oh my god. Which you'd think it would be like the worst thing to watch at the time. Yeah. But like but you're loving it. I, I'm loving this season, and then it um, makes the world seem less scary to watch American Horror Story. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I stayed up really late because I was watching like oh my god, two nights in a row. You stayed up late. Yeah, I was watching protests happening on CNN and oh, yeah. like shaking with anger. Oh my god. Um, but let's backtrack to Tuesday. Oh, we were over at one time Popular Girls. Upper West Side, bachelorette pad. Where there is no furniture. No, it's a barren home. It won't be furnished until mid-March. And let me tell you guys, she, in the invitation, said, come hungry because I'm making some food. And when, when I arrived, she was slaving away in the kitchen, making some sort of... Um, like a crostini? A butternut squash crostini, which, yeah. which like I couldn't really eat except for the few pieces that she made without rigolt. Yeah, it was good. Okay, yeah. Um, I brought a sausage dip and it was a hit. Oh my god, your sausage dip might have been the hit of the night. And let me tell you, right before I left, as I was making, I was like looking at the recipe online, and the first comment was, "This is a man's dip." I blame you. So <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. Results. My dip. The patriarchy dip. <laughs> um, what else? We had to go on a wine run midway through. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't like. I don't know about you guys, but I guess this was part of the problem. I arrived to the, the party at 7.30, and I was like, oh, shit, like, am I going to miss them calling it? Mm-hmm. And little did we know how late we were going to be staying up watching the results. Yeah, and they... Because the pundits were all saying that, like, this could happen, like, at 8 o'clock when Florida closes. Yeah. Like, it could be called, but it obviously wasn't. <laughs> yeah. And, we, yeah, it was just... But a very, very long night. Sort of, like, sort of bleak. Yeah. Um... I, I've like I remember two thousand eight when the election was called. I like remember where I was and who I was with. But two thousand twelve I actually don't really remember so well. I might have just been home by like by myself. But I feel like this is gonna be etched in my memory. I had people over and I had to work. Sorry you weren't invited. Oh. <laughs> I feel like that was like fresh off of our friendship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I had to I was up till like four AM that year because I had to work because there was, like, LGBT stuff mm-hmm. on the ballot. Oh, yeah, places. yeah, yeah. I remember. Um, so, yeah, that, that's our personal recap. Yeah, Teresa Giudice is very happy about President-elect Trump. So are uh, Danielle Staub, I think, is kind of happy as well. Yeah. Tiffany Trump is probably really unhappy because I feel like she was, like, okay. Hoping this would just be over. November 8th, it's over. I can change my name to Maples. Yeah. Maybe record a new... Song. Especially after his comment election morning where he said, I'm so proud of Donald, Ivanka, Eric, and to a lesser extent, Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, but maybe Like a Bird will become the new national anthem. That might be the one positive. The one, one positive thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously it's awkward for us to be like talking about these reality shows with everything that's going on in the world, but hopefully this is like... A pleasant distraction if you're ready for it. Hopefully you can find some self-care from our words. Yeah. I mean, personally, yesterday, like, I normally listen to other podcasts, like, on my drive to work. And I, like, 
couldn't listen to anything. I just drove in silence because I, I didn't want to listen to anything. I listened to Joanne and imagined the way things could be. Come to Mama. <laughs> I listened to Grigio Girls mm. on repeat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, I guess that's that's pretty much that's that. that. <laughs> um, but in much happier news, we I wanted to talk about this last week. I was so excited for it, but I knew we had to save it until after the article came out. But you interviewed um, Lisa Vanderpump. Yeah. Um, you spoke to the Queen of Diamonds herself. It was interesting. So like how it all came about is I got a text... When I was coming back from Atlanta, so that week I was away um, from friend to the show, <laughs> Richard Lawson, yeah. um, who works for Vanity Fair, mm-hmm. and he was like, would you want to interview Lisa Vanderpump? And I mean, would I? I was like, would I ever? <laughs> um, so yeah, I think I like didn't tell him yes right away because for some reason I like... You were shy? No, I... <laughs> Like, I think I was worried about a potential conflict of interest because of, like, work, because we've worked with her and, like, that sort of thing, but it was totally fine. Um, I interviewed her on the phone. Yeah. She was very nice. We talked for, like, 18 minutes. Wow. Yeah. So you you recorded the conversation, I would imagine, right? No, I remembered it all in my brain, Dan. But like, I, I, like, do you like go back and listen to the recording and like? Well, yeah, I transcribed. I know, it. but like, do you go? No, I mean, like, do you go back now as like a reminder of happier times? Oh my god! <laughs> well, actually, I was like really afraid. I've like interviewed people like that on the phone before. Mm-hmm. No, my noted interviews with Big Frida and then Titus Burgess. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, just kidding. But for for work, but like, I was afraid because like. Obviously, like, the name Vanity Fair, that's, like, a big name. Yeah. And, like, little old me, who's, like, not a journalist, interviewing... Uh, hello, this is episode 30 through <laughs> Queen. Um, We're so... reporting all the hot gods. <laughs> I was really nervous, and, like, I was afraid that she would, like, not like some of my questions. Mm. She's because a professional, though. I was specifically, like, interviewing her ahead of Vanderpump Rules premiere. And then um, I was afraid, like, she wouldn't want to be asked about Housewives, but she was fine with that. And then I asked her... About her friendship with Lady Gaga. Of course you did. And if she's listens to Joanne. And she literally compared Lady Gaga to a good interior designer. Mm. With a lot of different skills. And I wanted to ask the follow-up, like, like Faye Resnick. But I decided not to. Um, yeah, I mean... You, you knew to behave. Yes, I was on my best behavior. You held back troll Brendan. <laughs> held back my troll blood. Um, and... Yeah. So I think we've po- I I posted it on our Twitter, so you should have seen it by now. Um, yeah, go support it. Yeah. Oh, at one point, she I asked her which housewives she would join, and she said New York. And then, but like, she seems afraid of all the other franchises. And then she said that she would want a old battle with Bethany. So that could be exciting. Yeah. Well, you will. We have more on that one. Coming up. Oh, that one. Our own little battle with Bethany. <laughs> P's battle with Bethany. Oh my god, well he <laughs> takes it to another level. But um, So yeah, that's great. Congratulations, Brendan. Thank you. Um, and then, you know, there's nothing else going on in the news <laughs> other than this election. Except today we learned uh, a dream. A dream. A dream has arrived. Yes. Angela. Our dreams were crushed, but a dream rose up. 
God. Um, <laughs> Angela Kardashian and... Robert. Robert Kardashian Jr. Had welcomed. Welcomed. Dream. Renee? Renee. Kardashian. Yes. And Chris was in the room. Well, they did the mannequin <laughs> challenge. If you want to see something really unwell, go to Black China's Instagram and see that the mannequin challenge that they did while in the delivery room. I loved it. I love the mannequin challenge. I love everything. I'm like loving the mannequin challenge. Me too. Well, I wanted to do one of Brendan like typing out the outline to come through Queen by himself, but no, he wouldn't let me. I loved Hillary Clinton's campaign one. I loved yeah. the one that the what's the team that won the thing and went to the White House today? Uh, Not Team Trump, but the <laughs> Cavaliers. Um, the Cavaliers. Like, could you one. imagine if Trump and Obama did a, a mannequin challenge? I would be truly shook. Oh my god. Um, yeah, so we're, it seems like they're on good terms now again. I guess though, like, you gotta be on good terms the, the day your daughter is born. Oh, I thought you were talking about Trump and Obama, no, and no. I was about to be like, well, no, the Constitution no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> <The> transfer <laughs> power. No, I'm talking about Black China and Rob Kardashian. Um, yeah, I mean, like, when your daughter's born, you gotta mm. show up. Yeah, I think, I, I see Chris's hand in this. Her hand was literally in it. I know. <laughs> um, but, oh, a quick aside, not officially one of our shows for the week, but did you see this week's Keeping Up with the Kardashians? Oh my god, yes. There was a lot of overlap for us. It was so insane to see this. I actually wanted to, like, I was going to tweet at Andy, but I really only tweet at him about Gallery Girls, so it would have felt off-brand. So, the, like, A plot or the B plot, the A plot, I think, of this week's episode was getting, like, Scott's relationship with Chris and, like, him coming around to, like, hang out with her friends. Scott's kind of the star of the show. He's the star. Like, he always, like he usually has the best plot lines on the show. Yeah, so the first get-together was a tea with Chris Jenner... Faye Resnick, and Kyle by Aileen, too. I couldn't even believe this. I Kyle didn't even Richards. realize this was allowed. Well, because we've seen that they are friends in the past. Like, Kyle made an appearance in Chris's birthday video, and, like, other... You've I seen know, them. but it's never been on Keeping Up. Yeah, it's, we've never kept up with Kyle. Like, we, the most we'll ever get is Faye bopping back and forth on Beverly Hills and yeah. Kardashians. And if I had my way, I would have Kyle replace, like, Kendall. <laughs> oh yeah Kendall had a terrible storyline this week but we're not going to oh. get into all that oh well we <laughs> oh, can actually right. oh, yeah, a little bit because this is another you thing are, concerning me you are a sister in sleep paralysis sleep paralysis her entire arc was about how she has sleep paralysis and it for, prevents her from getting on planes which I've had sleep paralysis before and I'll fly mm. um, secondly I used to have sleep paralysis all the time and it would come to fruition when I would take naps and I would wake up and I would think that there were lobsters, like giant lobsters in my bedroom. That's so weird. I know. (laughs) The second thing that happened on Keeping Up with the Kardashians was another appearance by a friend of Chris. Yes, Heather McDonald of Juicy Scoop. Heather McDonald of Juicy Scoop. We should have had P comment on that. Add a little something to that. But she actually spoke a little bit too, I think. She was like piping in. Yeah. She was piping. Um, but no, I mean, honestly, the Kyle thing really was so insane. And it really made me think, like, oh, could you imagine Chris on Beverly Hills? She would really shake it up. 
But we've discussed this before. Like, she won't do it without an executive producer credit. Right, but if Bethany allegedly has producer credits on... True. I'm curious uh, to see... The other one. If, she, if her name pops up there with uh, credits. Me too. But more on Bethany later. Yes. <laughs> um, should we get into New Jersey? Yeah. Okay. Um, there's not really too much to say about it. Um... And it's only two parts, which is kind of like a slap in the face to New Jersey to begin with. It's not as bad as how te- Texas. Dallas only had one part. Oh, that was embarrassing. Yeah, that was embarrassing. Um, but New Jersey, we open up with butt implants. Dolores apparently has butt implants. Oh, yeah. They take fat from one part of your body and mm-hmm. they inject it into your butt. Her butt looked fine, I guess. I don't know how to like judge a butt. Mm. Of well, like of a, a woman's butt, <laughs> a man's butt, no problem. <laughs> I'm an ex. Just um, and then Siggy was flop, flashing a fan, which I thought fans were banned. Uh, remember Kenya and her fan? Yeah, but she also had like a megaphone and like a mm-hmm. fucking scepter. But no props. I know, but like, fa- is fan an accessory? And she not a prop? needs it for like heat uh, because of her um, hysterectomy, mm, right? Mm, is that what happens? Didn't yeah. they mention? Didn't they talk about that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They did talk about that. Um, Joe Judice wants to go to college when he gets out of prison. Good. I missed that. Yeah, I think it was a quick like they they talked about how Joe's doing in prison and like oh he's doing great he lost weight he wants to go to college when he. Gets get his college degree when he gets out of prison. What or would he get his college degree for? I don't know. I mean, there was talk of the fact that he could possibly be deported. So I wonder what's going to happen with that. President Trump <laughs> is going to save him. No wonder Teresa was kissing up uh, today. Oh my god! Last night she's trying to keep Joe from uh, getting the boot. Um, Siggy insulting her own son. Oh my god, <laughs> saying that he's not as attractive as Frankie. And she's right? I know, but like, <laughs> if you can't count on your own mother to not say you're less attractive yeah. than someone else. But he could always pull a, what's his name, a Wakili. Oh. Joseph Wakili. Joseph Wakili, yeah, he grew into his looks. Yeah, he grew into a little hottie. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you freak. Um... Oh, you know, one thing, and I want to talk about this, since we have two reunions to talk about. The fact that the blogs are always coming up in these reunions as, like, discussion points really makes no sense to me. They should, okay, I'm going to say it, and it might be a bold statement, but they should stop doing the blogs. I know. Like, the two of us host a Housewives podcast. I, like, never read the blogs unless, like, someone tells me, like, oh... This is really good. You gotta check it out. You mean someone, Alex? Yeah, Alex. <laughs> Alex reads them. <laughs> I don't think he like religiously reads all the blogs. Mm. But like, I can't. I don't understand why they're like such a like a point of contention amongst the women. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I like when when they were talking about Teresa's car and the Lexus and oh, like, she was she like, said, oh, Andy, would you drive a Ford? And, and he's he was like, like no, yeah. I I mean, he literally does commercials for, like, Chevrolet, so... Yeah, I mean, they do commercials for everything. Teresa has not. She's been busy away at camp during the commercial spree. Oh, yeah. Derrida and Sonia. Oh, my God. When, when Danielle said that she wants uh, 
when when Teresa said she wants Daniela to come back so that she can attack Jacqueline. I oh, was... I love that. I liked all the talk. I actually did like all the talk about like Danielle and then the stuff about Caroline and Dolores saying how close she is with Caroline, mm-hmm. which I think is interesting still. Well, I mean, she was the one showing up during like family day competition. Or yeah, yeah, and she was on Manzo with Children this and, season. And then Frankie's like best friends with the Manzos. Yeah. Which like, doesn't really make any sense either. Like he's 17 and they're like... 30 and There is 20. mentors, right? What? There is mentors. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's... Is, I don't know. I don't know. Um, well, no, he did show up in Manzo with Children one episode as, like, Chris's, like, assistant or something. I don't know. It was really weird. That's weird. Um, let's take a quick break uh, for a second, and we'll con- continue the conversation with New Jersey and finish up with OC and then the new episodes of Vanderbilt <laughs> Rules and in Atlanta. Atlanta. So be back in just a second. Surprise, bitch. We had to refill our cocktails. <laughs> also, we just had like a 20-minute conversation with Alex. That's fine, too. <laughs> um, so, okay. The, we, we left off with the Danielle coming back to attack Jacqueline. But then right after that, they had a little segment where like they filmed Jacqueline holding the baby. Ashley's baby. Oh, yeah. And here is my theory on that. They filmed that at, like, I feel like they do that sort of thing when they want to wrap up a housewife. You think? That's a, that might be a reach. Do you think this is Jacqueline's last season? I don't know. Are you speechless? I, I am, I'm shook, no. Um, that's a short, like, I, I feel like they kind of, like, when Gretchen left, they kind of wrapped her up, too. Like, they wrap the, the one season wonders they don't care about. They'll just kick them to the curb. But when, like, someone's been on the show for a bunch of seasons, I feel like they try to, like, wrap it up in a bow a little bit during the reunion. I, I suppose, but I feel like they don't make these choices this early. Do they? Yeah, I mean, listen. I think it's up, <laughs> I think it's up for, for, for argument over at... Bravo HQ. But I see what you mean because Jacqueline this season has brought a lot of the drama, but also like went off the deep end at the end. And it comes to a point when like if your star is refusing to shoot with somebody, mm-hmm. days are numbered. And we're gonna. I feel like I'm gonna have something to say about that in OC as well. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, let me see. Uh, they talk about Ashley saying Teresa looks like an ape, and then she twirled saying, do I look like an ape? Do I look like an ape? Oh my god, it reminded me of Tamar Braxton on The Real. Do I, look like a, do I look like a Muppet? Do I look like a Muppet? <laughs> Alex said that so well. <laughs> um, um, and that's a mini shout-out to Connor being real. A shout-out to your ex? Connor Bean <laughs> and I never dated because I've never met Connor Bean. Yeah, well, he's just our friend in our head. <laughs> <laughs> but he loves Tamar Braxton. Yeah. We always come to America. I can't wait for for Connor to actually guest in the flesh. Uh... Uh, how do we get on? <laughs> on this um, uh-huh. Joe doesn't oh, know what sexist means. He doesn't know what sexist means. Possibly related to the fact that he lost his virginity at nine, which was like billed as the big reveal, but I was just like, this is so stupid. But like, if you think about that, that entire situation was sort of effed up because like, 
Who was the person he lost his virginity to? Why did Teresa like walk in on it? Walk in on it and like allow it to happen? Though cover holding it over his head. I don't know. It was so just weird. like a really really weird sitch. Um, I do love the part where. Uh, where Teresa is trying to rewrite history with Melissa. Zia Melissa. Zia Melissa saying, like, someone else threw up the sprinkle cookie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that made... Like, and, like, then she was like, oh, yeah, and Zia Melissa was, like, pregnant, so her hormones were all up in the air or something yeah, like that. Yeah, they're, they're really reaching to rewrite history. Yeah. Um, I like a sprinkle cookie. Did you like the rainbow cookies that I brought? I am actually, like, not a fan of a rainbow cookie. Oh, my God. I love, like, an authentic rainbow cookie. Like, you get a shitty one at, like, a shop, right, or something, but the true rainbow cookies are... Dan brought rainbow cookies to our election party. And then Church threw them in the garbage. Did she all of them? Yeah. <gasps> she treated them like sprinkle cookies. Oh, my God. I'm dropping hints that I'm shook. <laughs> um, the reunion ends with, you set me up, you call the government. Yeah, 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 which like I no. Like how insane do you have to be? Especially because they they were friends back then. Right. So and was it? And who we who do you call? Is there like a hotline? I know <laughs> you call like <laughs> the government hotline. Tweeted you know, at uh, the FBI. Um, but wasn't wasn't there some woman named Monica? Yes. That they say is the one who like got Teresa in trouble. There's a woman named Monica. She's one of those. <laughs> she's one of those snakes in New Jersey. <laughs> All right. I don't. You can probably find more information on like famehorgas.com. Yes, I'm sure famehorgas has a <laughs> dossier on her. <laughs> um, but just uh, wait, we're giving you the name Monica. You do with it as, as you wish. <laughs> wait, this is such a tangent, but it, naming a website just reminded me. Did you know there's a website called wikifeet.com? And it's like a database of like celebrity feet That's pictures. Disgusting. <laughs> That's so disgusting. I know. <laughs> Revolution, Revolution is his feet on it. <laughs> oh my god. Lucian Piani. That's another not, not a story for one. another time. <laughs> yes. um, so let's do. I want to get the reunions out of the way. Yeah, let's fly across the country. Let's do OC before we to the. the what's the airport in the OC called? I feel like it's like the Ed McMahon Airport or something like that. <laughs> that sounds right. The Merv Griffin. I think Merv Griffin is like. <laughs> I think actually that's Burbank. Oh my god, mm. I'm so unwell right now. Um, so OC, <laughs> they did the thing which I love when they check in with the ladies as they're getting their hair and makeup done. And Andy walked around to them. Tamara was wearing a spiritual gangster sweatshirt. Mm, yeah. Shannon said she was gonna bring it or something like that. <laughs> Vicky's it was it was a good segment and then Andy was in the hallway alone like oh it's gonna be a great reunion yeah do you feel like even though it's been a whole season like and a lot has happened do you also feel like not a lot has happened well yeah not a lot has happened because so much of it is rehashing and litigating last season yeah so whenever that occurs it just feels like a blur of what happened this season and what happened last season. Mm-hmm. Um, that never happens in New York. A little bit in terms of this year with Carol and Luann dragging out their battle. Oh, yeah, I but there like, was so much... I feel like much... we've made up now. Yeah, 
there was like so much else going on. Yeah, there's a lot. There's enough going. It's not the like central storyline. Yeah, the fact that they're fighting. Yeah, the most exhausting New York storyline ever was like Bookgate. Yeah, that so was, was so, so put contrived. On. Yeah. Um, so, oh, see, <laughs> sorry, we always, try as we might, we always wander back to New York. Um, um, the couches felt smaller. And I wasn't impressed with the looks either. The looks, oh, oh, this is actually interesting. My roommate who never watches was like telling me what looks she liked. Mm, which ones did she like? She liked Heather's look. I, I would say, I want to say hers is one of Heather's better looks. Yeah, Heather, I think Heather's look is the only one I liked. Yeah. Kelly looks so wonky with that like off the shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look. Things were going on there. Yeah, it wasn't flattering. Was Vicky wearing white? Shannon was wearing white. Oh, because she's an angel. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was nice to see Heather out of like a black. Yeah, and in a, a pink. Hot pink yeah. Instead. Um, let's see. Um, the highlight. Wait, what highlights? I don't even know. The highlight was... Oh, my God. I, I have a highlight. Okay. Vicky's saying she can't wait to die to go to heaven to be with Brooks. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then trying to walk it then trying to walk it back saying she wants to be with every one of her exes yeah, she's in be heaven. With, with everyone she's been with in heaven. Like, like, would you want to be, would like, you wanna be with all of your exes in heaven? That's like a nightmare. I'm actually like... I don't even... It's like crazy. <laughs> I think I'd want to be with like a dog in heaven. Dogs? Not be, sorry, not be with a dog. I would want to be a companion with a dog in heaven. I don't. I don't want to see any dogs in heaven. You might not be allergic to dogs in heaven. Oh, that's true. Maybe allergies don't exist. (gasps) That's why it's heaven. And Mm. you're going to like have your mind blown and you're going to like love dogs Mm -hmm. so much in heaven. You're going to eat all the cheese. I don't like when they're like climbing on me. (laughs) Well, because you're allergic. I don't know if that's the only reason. Okay. Um, We're going on some weird tangents tonight. Uh, Vicky claimed that she didn't send the flowers to herself. And then, like... And then Heather laughing at her and saying, it's funny, I'm Jewish, I know these things. Oh, I didn't even catch that. That was a Michelle (laughs) massage finger. Are you a Heather stand now? She... I, she wasn't annoying me during the reunion. I'll Are you a Dubrowner? <laughs> I'm a Una Dubro. Like mm, a Unibrow. We need to work. I want to work on that. We need to work on Kelly binge watching the OC before coming on. Wait, I love that. She's like, as anyone who's worked in a fortune. 500 company yeah, she's knows. she's a businesswoman. Like, you do your research before going there. And, like, many of the former housewives that join, like, not with the OG crew, like, love to pretend they've never seen an episode before and don't know what's going on. Yeah. Who's, like, who's a housewife in the entire iteration who you believe maybe didn't watch before? Kelly Kaloran Ben Simone. Kelly Kaloran Ben Oh, my God, yeah. I doubt she has a TV. I would say maybe Carol, but then, like, she's also a journalist, so she Yeah, I think she would have done a little bit of homework. Maybe yeah. not watch the whole series, but, like, watch a few episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I think you have to be, like, a little stupid not to watch a little bit. Based on Eden Sassoon's Twitter presence, I believe she maybe has never seen a TV show in really? her life. Really? I was going to say, 
Maybe she has. She comes across as, uh, like, out there hmm. on Twitter.com. Okay. Um, oh, my God. Goodbye, Felicia. Get off my show. That had me shook because she's right, but I don't want her to be right. But also the fact that she said goodbye, Felicia. Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And now that's like an open invitation for her to come on Wendy Williams' show, apparently. Well, yeah, I was watching Wendy Williams yesterday. Against my, like, I shouldn't have watched it because, like, of course, Wendy Williams talked about the election and, like, her opinions are, like, so weird. But, um... What are her opinions? She said, she, like, criticized Hillary for not coming out at the Javits Center, like, the night of. She's like, that's like leaving your party early and, like, you're the captain of the ship and you need to come out but that's neither here nor there let's talk about vicky gunvalson (laughs) um she played the clip of vicky saying goodbye felicia like get off my show and she was like vicky gunvalson which i think she said like fungalson or something (laughs) wrong is a friend in my head oh my god of course yeah and she invited her to come on her show and I find this interesting, this entire thing, because Wendy Williams had a few years there when she was, like, really, really growing, Mm-mm. where she stopped inviting Housewives on. Like, she wasn't, wa- she was always make a point to say, like, oh, I'm not watching Housewives anymore, yada, yada, yada. But it seems like this year she's, like, back in. Because we've seen Dorinda, we've seen Bethany, we've seen, did we see Luann? Maybe saw Luann. Well, I think she, she doesn't like all the franchises. Yeah. I think she really only liked New York and New Jersey. Like, she mm-hmm. wasn't into Beverly Hills and OC. Yeah, but now she's like, I think her staff is like, you have to watch a little bit yeah. now. Well, I think Wendy probably has trouble booking guests sometimes because she's so... Controversial. Controversial. Because she'll say anything. Yeah. So, like, a housewife will go on. No problem. Um, but but oh, that brings Vicky. me... Yeah, that brings me to another point. So, is this the end of Shannon Bedore? No. Because, like, she has her ankles in the sand. Is that a term? The ankles, in, her ankles in the ground, not go- No, it's not ankles, heels. Sorry. <laughs> I'm truly unwell tonight. Yeah. Um, and she doesn't seem to, like, want to budge on, like, the never talking to Vicky again. Yeah, thing. but at the same time, she has, like, a strong alliance. Whereas Vicky is... Out at sea alone right now. Will Vicky go? No. But, I mean, Megan's gone. Megan's gone. And I wonder if Kelly's coming back. Me too. So, Vicky needs some allies in this economy. Are you going to give Brianna an orange, finally? Well, someone tweeted this the other day. It was a photo, I want to say, of Vicky, Lizzie, Gretchen... (gasps) Um, who's that woman who was there for like a season and a half? Peggy Tanous. Peggy, and there was one more, and is she forging an alliance with the fallen? Well, men? there someone was like, oh, like hire these people. Oh, and Kelly was there. Like, make Lauren Benson. Oh, no, Kelly. Yeah, died. yeah. Like, make this like the right side of the couch. Which it seems crazy to have eight housewives, but the best season of New York had eight housewives. Oh yeah, I mean, I my one of my complaints with OC and New Jersey are the cats are too small. Yeah, um, but I think the Gretchen Vicky alliance is just crazy enough that they would both sign on to it because like Vicky needs an ally and Gretchen wants back on the show. 
Yeah, and Gretchen needs a, Gretchen needs to like have a storyline though, because remember that special they did, and they were like, Gretchen never ever had a storyline, so like we had to let her go. But her her original storyline was so good though. Yeah. Oh, Hold on to your daddy's girl. <laughs> um, so, oh, so the, the, continuing with Vicky when when I was like, "This is Vicky's show, and you're welcome to be on it for a while." That was like an amazing line. Yeah, and she kept on being like, 11 seasons, <laughs> eleven seasons." I mean, I don't agree with her, but she's a badass bitch. Yeah, <laughs> like she has some balls on her. I love it. Um... I don't know what Megan was responding to, but when she said, maybe it's the millennial in me. Oh, about, like, David and Vicky fighting. Oh, yeah. She she was like, I don't see a problem with a Dave, guy... Yeah, yelling at a woman. Yeah, because it's, like, I think everything should be equal. It's the yeah. millennial in me. That shook me. Are you even a millennial anymore? I mean, not anymore. Uh, me- yeah, no, I am on the cusp. On the cusp. Millennials are considered to be like, they, it starts around like 1980, 1981. Oh, what year were you born? 83. Oh. Yeah. I'm like a pioneer. I'm like, no. <laughs> I created this generation. <laughs> you created millennials. <laughs> yes, I did. Always living in a virtual reality. Yeah. When Kelly talks about fighting... When she says, are there rules? I'm not going to fight clean. I'm going to fight dirty. And oh, my like, God. oh my God. You she always like jumps out the window with like such intense feelings. Feelings. Um, they replayed the part when Tamara called herself the Rodney King of the OC. Oh my God. Yet they never, Addressed she was never it. asked about yes, it. Yes, I know. Andy. Missed you at opportunity. Did you say like someone from like Palhasco asked about this? <laughs> if Palhasco, if you didn't mute us, which we know you did. Yes. <laughs> we know you muted us because you never respond anymore, Andrew. But if you didn't mute us, we would be all up in your mentions asking you about Rodney King. Yeah. Um, the one last thing about OC I have is like, I don't like want, while watching this that like, I'm on Megan's side. In what way? Just because she seems like the only sane? Yeah. Like, the rest of the women are all crazy, and she's the only, like, voice of reason at this point. Good riddance. Yeah. Though she did tweet something the other day that I think implied that she might be coming back. Ooh. Like, it was something like, oh, maybe you'll see that next season or something like that. Like, about her mom. Okay. Um... I don't like a young housewife. I don't like a, young housewife, I don't like a ban young housewives. If they are a millennial, they should not be on this yeah. show. Put them on pump. Put them on pump. <laughs> I mean, like, like honestly, the people on Vanderpump Rules are the same age as Megan King Edmonds. Yeah, they need. But some of them are older. Yeah, like Jax is like mid thirties. Yeah. Um, speaking of, is it time to move on to Vanderpump Rules, or do you want to do Atlanta first? I feel like we should talk about Atlanta. Okay, yeah. Stick to the housewives, and then we'll move to pump. We just watched Atlanta for the second time, and let me tell you, Atlanta. Even the there were things you missed. Even the effing throwaway scenes were good. Yeah, I mean, people complained about the fact that the first forty-five minutes were all the ladies on their own before they all got together. I liked it. I thought I was fine with that. I was catching up with all of them. It was all entertaining. 
to a lesser extent, the candy scenes. Yeah, candy. But candy's talking head look oh, was the, iconic. The ponytail, I screamed. That like, literally screamed. was another Michelle Visage finger wave. It was like someone doing Madonna in the 80s cosplay without the cones. No, it was like that time Jill Zarin came on Watch What Happens Live with a high pony, but like better. And, right. and squeeze couture. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but this also is a good transition point to the fact that the Real Housewives of Atlanta women are the most beautiful women oh, of de- all the franchises. Definitely. Like across the board. Definitely. The, the confessional looks. On. On point. I love. I'm shook. I love an ombre hair from Sheree Whitfield. I loved uh, Cynthia's like teased out hair with like the, the highlights in the front. Yes. Um. Just like Phaedra everything. Mm-hmm. Phaedra's governess. Oh my god, Phaedra's governess. <laughs> Which was only in there for like a flash, but really met Lisa. Ma- made a mark. <laughs> Lisa. Lisa. Um, but no, uh, I mean, Portia's looking beautiful. Portia in, okay, Portia in Phaedra's scene at Phaedra's house. That was, <laughs> for me, sisters. was like everything first of all phaedra's makes lemonade which portia says is better than chick-fil-a's have you had chick-fil-a's lemonade oh of course it's, how is it i just oh, oh, <laughs> um, it's great so if phaedra's is better mm. truly legendary you know where else has pretty good lemonade panera okay um the governess was in that scene yeah phaedra's got the two cutest kids of all the housewives <laughs> yes um we get a weird guy in a carriage knocking on the door and a giving ghoul. a ghoul <laughs> giving invitations to more manor. Uh, I loved Phaedra drinking a bottled Frappuccino in her talking head. Oh my god, with a straw. Yes. <laughs> they did that like they rarely do this in Housewives things, and I think it started with Karen from Potomac, but like they've started showing like the thing that they're drinking while doing their talking head more. Uh, because they did it with a uh, 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 Sheree too. Um, Speaking of Sheree, we got Chateau Sheree up close and personal. <laughs> There's still a lot of work to do, but sometimes it looked really beautiful on the inside. <laughs> Some, but like, I... There was a lot of questions when it comes to Chateau Sheree. Like, who's funding this? Where's the money coming from? How's she going to buy furniture? Where? Yeah, she's been sleeping on an air mattress for, like, a she, she doesn't even sleep there. Where's her other house? The, she, the townhouse that her eldest daughter lives in, I think. And remember there was, like, a shot back when she was originally on, and there was, like, a shot where there was a blow-up mattress in one of the bedrooms. Oh, yeah. Um, um, her daughter used to live in my sister's apartment complex. Ooh. This was years ago. My sister doesn't live there yeah. anymore. But it was in the same, like, little mini community as uh, Candy Coated Nights, or whatever the tag, mm. candy store. I just don't understand both why... Sheree and Kenya need these six bedroom homes. Well, yeah, I mean, like Sheree at least has a child a that's fifteen. No, one of the daughters is fifteen. She's sixteen and a senior in college, a senior high in high school. school. So, like, she's on her way out. 
Okay, but think about when Trey started building the home. I know. She was in middle school at that time. Like, just entering middle school. But also, Sheree's children have grown up to be beautiful children. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, another thing where, like, it's like Dolores where Sheree, like, talks about how hot her son is. Yeah. And, like, that's a little weird, but she's right. Yeah. Yeah. At least he's 19, unlike Frankie. Frankie like is 18, 18 at this point, but not during the filming of the show. I didn't say anything about Frankie <laughs> until he was 18. <laughs> you freak. Uh, let's see what else. More oh manner. God. More manner. Twirl, twirl on the bulldozer. <laughs> I was screaming. <laughs> I like some when some housewives like has a, have a catchphrase or like a slogan that they repeat a hundred times. I'm like, shut up! But it twirl, never twirl, gets old. N- will never get old. Never gets old with any of the Atlanta ones. Like Sheree wears shirts that say "Who gonna check me, boo?" And I'm like, that's endearing. But to especially me. like when they like bring it back in like funny, unique ways. Like twirling on a bulldozer is like giving me something new. Kenya Moore having a housewarming party for her incomplete house. Oh my god. Without even like light switch panels on the light switches. I know. Like the bare metal showing through. Insane. And like places like plasticed off. I mean, during the party, it still looked like there was a lot to be done. But I do think there was a little bit of tricky editing. Because like one minute there was nothing in the house. And the next minute like her bedroom was fully set up with like flowers and a candle yeah. lit and a rug i did like and i want i have more points to make about earlier parts of the episode but i did like that um sheree arriving at the party and like walking through and making comments <laughs> like like is this sturdy like <laughs> walking up the staircase but i want to backtrack a little bit can we talk about the two dogs twirl and king <laughs> <laughs> the only the one of the few times i actually like dogs when oh my I god she named one twirl the inclusion this season of like music with a Ooh. vocal track, especially in the parking garage after Cynthia oh goes and tells her lawyer that she wants to file for divorce. Was that Demetria? I don't know. <laughs> but like it had me shook because we don't get that in Housewives a lot. Well, I so I think this might be like taking a page from like Love and Love and Hip Hop. Because apparently they do that there. Like, I saw people tweeting about that, like, saying, like, what is this, love and hip-hop? Like, why are we having, like, musical interludes? Oh. Mm-hmm. Cynthia's shit was depressing this time, but, like... It it's w- something. It's something. Like, her FaceTiming with Peter and him joking that he's with his new girlfriend. Yeah. And, like, him being like, why are you FaceTiming me when the answer is because we're, we're on a TV show. show. Yeah. Um... But I do feel like she adds, like, a little bit of, like, stability to Kenya Moore's life. Yeah, I like, no, I like her and Kenya as allies. Yeah. I love all the relationships right now. It's, like, evenly dispersed. And it feels real. It feels real in the way that New York feels real. Yeah. Like, you know that they hang out when the cameras are turned off. Yeah. And I like, like... Phaedra and, and Candy used to be best friends, but, like, that relationship didn't really do much for me, but, like, Phaedra and Portia are, are, are so funny together. She's They've met their matches. Yeah. and Which is so funny, because they used to hate each other. I know. Um, I love Phaedra. Even though, like, I think she's a house of cards. 
I think she's the least house of cards. No, like her, like remember, remember how she was always lying back in the day. About what? Like how long she'd been pregnant. Oh, but like, that was funny. <laughs> actually, because she was trying to not look like bad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I love Phaedra. She's probably one of my top favorite. I mean, she's of all time. Like, I think she actually does. Like, she's making money. What is she making money off these days? Her law firm? I think she has, like, a hand in multiple pots. Is she still doing funerals? That, I feel like we, like, we're building up to that for a long time, but, like, I've never seen a Phaedra Parks funeral home. That seemed like a difficult, like, thing to jump into and, like, want, like, quick money. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, I, I believe everything with her. I don't know. I mean, she is a wonderful mother to those children. Yes, I love... She's raising two beautiful kings. boys, two kings who are going to rule this world. Yes. I believe one of those children is actually going to become the president. I would love that. Yeah. Um, With Avery Singer as his VP. I liked when uh, Kenya was calling Sheree to invite her. And then she's like, is this Ms. She by Sheree herself? <laughs> And we're still talking about she by Sheree. I know. It's not a thing. Oh. Um, um, Sheree having his and hers closets when she oh doesn't God. have a man. When it's, his, when it's hers and hers. Hers um, and hers? Yeah. It's hers and her. Like, <laughs> oh, I thought you were. Okay. No, I wasn't saying she's a, <laughs> she's a lesbian. Um, so let's go to the party. Oh, my God. I... I made the comment when we, we were re-watching it uh, tonight. I couldn't believe it was only like 13 minutes of footage. Because it felt like so much happened in those 13 minutes. Most of what happened was... The best part was Sheree. Yes. From the moment she walked in, actually. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, that has brought me the most joy in this terrible week. Yeah, same. Sheree going, ooh. <laughs> and it went on for like <laughs> two minutes. Yes. Um, Phaedra and Portia traversing the red carpet over the dirt path. Oh my God. Like holding on to each other for dear life. Well, it seems like the most difficult party to get to. It looked like they were like taking vans down for the most part, except for Sheree, who was walking over from the chateau apparently mm. and she walked down that steep driveway yeah i mean yeah. that's i feel like that driveway slope is probably like not up to code as phaedra was concerned with oh Phaedra's house not being up to code <laughs> phaedra saying you have to come to the ditch with me or whatever <laughs> Um, ah. the fact that Cynthia had, like, dust on her ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, what else? Oh, they did mention Nini. Nini was invited, but apparently she was in Miami at the time. Which I really liked because usually on these Housewives shows, this is why I think they're all friends in some way, because usually on these Housewives shows, if they're not there, they're not on the season unless it's like Jersey and they're talking about Danielle Staub. Yeah. They don't exist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it felt, the party felt a lot like Sonia's team party. Like the oh, party yeah. for Sonia's this team. Was like Kenya's team. Because it was all like her like contractors, the people who did her bathroom and that sort of thing, which I liked. Yeah. But nobody threw a leg. 
And we get, it's like split off into a part two. Yeah. Uh, like it, it ends with Portia and Phaedra walking in. Yeah, and Shrey going, In front of that blurry painting. I can't believe they were filming in front of that for the whole episode. I wonder what it was of that they don't have the rights to. Well, I think like all, all art, art has to be blurred. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so unless it's Victoria Deliceps. Yes, unless Victoria <laughs> painted herself. Um, so let's finish with the other like shining star in the Bravo pantheon. Vanderbilt unless you have rules. anything else to say about Atlanta. No. Vanderbilt rules. Let's move on. You, well, as part of your your uh, Lisa Vanderpump interview, you got you saw this like a while back. Oh, yeah. So, like, when you do things like interview people, <laughs> apparently they send you a screener. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know, it would be so nice if we got screeners for all these shows that we could, like, watch it on a Sunday and just record Wham Bam, but maybe one day. <laughs> okay. Um, um, Brittany, Jax's girlfriend, does not know how to so pronounce Sauvignon Blanc. She should just say Savi B like us. I know. Well, that's what I, I used to not be able to pronounce it. <laughs> But she's like talking to Katie and she's like, the real hard thing about this is all the wine list. Like, Sauvignon. Was saying Sauvignon. I don't even know how to say that word. Brittany is sliding right into this cast. She is in a good, she's in multiple ways. Yes. <laughs> um, I was concerned because I didn't love her last season, but like she fits in perfectly right now. Yeah. Her she, and her Kentucky muffin. Oh my God. Are we going to jump right to that right well, now? Well, no, we don't. We can get to it. Well, let's get it out of the way. Yeah, okay. The big bombshell <laughs> of this episode, and the way it came out it's was crazy the way so it crazy. Out. So Jax Taylor says, just sort of casually to Tom Sandoval while they're standing bartending together, he says, so the other night I went out. I left Brittany and Kristen like drinking wine or something like that. I come back and... Brittany and Kristen were in bed together, and when he said that, I was like, "Oh, that's fine." Like they pro- drunk, like, like kind of like Vicky in bed with like the man and the woman that time, and they were watching a movie. But I've more. never had multiple partners in my life. Yes, um, <laughs> which is essentially Brittany's response. To this. <laughs> but Jax claims that Kristen was going downtown. Was going downtown, Julie Brown with Brittany. I just like quoted Bethany. I know. Ew. With Brittany. Which Brittany denies and Kristen doesn't seem to die. Kristen says, ha ha ha, like we drunkenly made out. So, yeah, the jury's out on that one, but like it's insane. And I guess this entire show is always insane, but like Jax Taylor, like outing, not outing, but like, like bringing that to light about his girlfriend who he's currently dating and like being seemingly cool about it, but not cool about like cool with it, but not cool with it at the same time. It's just like so bizarre. Uh, not to promote your interview even more, but I think Lisa brought up a good point with this, with, uh, her discussion with you. The fact that like all these characters are actually friends and interconnected in real life. Yes. Like is what makes the show so good. Yes. Which is like why we like New York and Atlanta because it doesn't seem like they're filming scenes. It seems like they 
actually like are hanging out and hanging out have real life interactions i will say everything that uh lisa said about like reality tv like i was like oh yeah she's smart but it's funny because like she knows it and yet beverly hills is like the shit pile that it is right now because she likes to fly above it yeah yeah, yeah. she doesn't want to get down and dirty exactly yeah so um that happened mm. but like during this happening while jacks is telling tom sandoval about this we get tom sandoval's new wig what is going on God, there? He is looking more and more like Cleo Duvall by the day. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, like, m- my sister doesn't watch any of the Housewives religiously, but she does watch Vanderpump Rules, and I sent mm-hmm. her a picture of Cleo Duvall, and she actually, like, got the joke, which I was surprised Oh, about. good job, Kim. <laughs> um, but she wants to be on Come Through Queen to talk about Vanderpump Rules during this season. I feel like we... I feel like Vanderpump Rules of all the shows that we're we gonna get watched, a lot of good guests. Like a lot of our friends actually watch Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. Like we'll we'll bring in at one point we'll probably bring in a a couple a straight couple who are avid watchers. Yeah. Um. We'll have one time popular girl Allison Churchwell. Yes. Um. We will have a lot of women. We're finally oh, bringing. Listen. Yeah. Bring we can't elect a woman president. We will bring women into this come through queen. Right. <laughs> You just had like a please clap moment with me. Support <laughs> me. Um, so much happened this episode. Yeah, and it was just the first episode. Uh, Lala did a movie with Nicolas Cage and Adrian Grenier, and she didn't know how to say Adrian Grenier. 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 She's also got some extensions, which really fill out her look. She is so insane. What, in what way? Like, well, we're going to get to it eventually, but, like, her and uh, James dragging each and every person on the other side of the, the teams. Oh, my. I, I want to save that. I, yeah, I, I have things to talk yeah, about. Yeah. Um, it was like, can I just say, it was just nice being back at Sir. Mm-hmm. Just really nice. Especially since I was just there. Yeah. <laughs> and I was there in um, April. Yeah. Uh... We get a little look at Kristen's new love life, which, like, I kind of, I, I didn't realize it debuted during last season. Yeah, Carter. Yeah. She dated a few guys last season, I feel like, but, like, Carter... Is the one who stuck. Is the one who stuck. And he's really handsome. He's a bearded I think it's, beauty. like, his social media presence is, like, the beard is real, or beard... Something like something that. Something about a beard. They're still together. I know. Like, this is well over a year at this point. Um, like in real time, not on the show's time. One thing I liked about this season is that they finally all seemed to get new apartments. Like oh, yeah, they all let upgraded. Me upgrade you. <laughs> like Jackson Brittany got a new apartment. Tom I don't see and, a Venetian blind in sight. Tom and Katie got a new apartment. No Stassi, carpeting. Stassi got a new apartment. Yeah, although when Brittany and and Jacks were painting their new apartment that heinous color. Ooh. It was like a child's playroom. Ooh, they are children and <laughs> that's their playroom. <laughs> but that's, that's what's so funny is like you watch Random Rules and it's like, oh, like, this is like Jersey Shore, like, or like 
just a bunch of like dumb young twenty year olds, but like they're like they're in their mid thirties with the exception of Stasi. Yeah. And Lala and James. Those are the only three in their twenties. The rest of them are all in their thirties. I always forget how young Stasi is. Oh yeah, Stasi's like mid like maybe twenty five now. Yeah. I think she's twenty six, but yeah. Yeah, in that range. I've started to listen to her podcast a little bit. I always love it when she like talks about like Rachel Zoe as like her hero and like meeting her was the most important thing that's ever really? happened to her. Yeah, she had like a string of interviews. It was like Rachel Zoe, Emma Roberts, yeah, and, and Christian Chenoweth, yeah. where she described each of one of them as one of her heroes. Oh my god, can we get a hero up in this gig? Who's your hero? Dorinda? Dorinda is an inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> Berkshire's Magazine. She is a sweetheart, heart of gold. Uh, but yeah, we, we keep going, getting back to New York and it's oh not on the air. Um, let's see. Okay. Uh, I like when Stasi and Kristen were getting ready for the party and Kristen puts on a fake engagement ring and Stasi says, we're trying to convince people you're not a psycho. Oh my God. <laughs> One of the best lines of the night. Their friendship is really something. I'm so glad they made up. Yeah, me too. It's like, I love their friendship because Stassi's just dragging Kristen all the time. Kristen's taking it. Because Kristen, like, will accept any, like, positive affirmation. Affirmation. Yeah. But I love Kristen. I mean, Kristen is the star, in my humble opinion. Yeah, I agree. I think she's center, center tray <laughs> of champagne. <laughs> The opening, actually, the opening credits this year are one of my fave, especially because we have the Tom Schwartz and Katie uh, with Kristen. See, I, I feel like they like sped it up too much. I liked the more theatrical length of season three. Season three, I still have on like my bookmarks bar, <laughs> and I watch it sometimes. But I liked the touch of Lisa grabbing a drink this time mm-hmm. because like. They're going to run out of things for Lisa to do. Yeah. At one point, I bet she's, like, literally going to pull down, like, an olive No, she's a professional. She'll she'll come up with something. Uh, Okay, so they're all getting ready for... The OK Magazine party. (laughs) Which, like, they did a flashback of the last time they went to an OK Magazine party. Well, Tom Sandoval literally describes it as, like, their their office Christmas party. (sighs) It was crazy. We're already, like, in craziness. Well, we got Jax and Stassi sitting next to each other, side mm-hmm. to side. And Jack's talking about how he really wants to work his French about with Stassi. I love how they're all getting together. Well, yeah, it's it's Stassi, Jax... Uh, Kristen. Kristen, Katie, Schwartzy, uh Brittany. Br- but Brittany was, like, still working at her shift. Yeah. And then she <sighs> um, but all the OGs are like, oh, Sheena, Sheena Shay. Oh, I forget about Sheena. Is Mike Shay still missing? I think he's been, I think someone said that he's at his parents' home now. Oh. But that's, that's a conversation for another time. Yeah. Um. So then Brittany shows up, yada, yada. Jack starts talking about what we were talking oh, about yeah, earlier. Yeah. Brittany's like denying it, but her and Kristen are like buddy, buddy. Yeah. Um, but Jay- then James and Lala come through. They come through. They start drinking the OG's vodka. Mm. And then 
start insulting them. They just well, I think you know they got a cold welcome, mm-hmm. and that they took that as an invitation to like pop off. They are both Kelly Dodds. Yeah. Yeah. Kelly Dodd, like Kelly Dodd number one and Kelly Dodd number two. Yeah. So they start drinking their vodka. They what did they say to Katie? Well, no, they say well. I well, well, I was like, I see everyone's been working on their summer bodies, and then Jane says, "Are you pregnant?" Oh God. <laughs> to Katie. I could not believe it. And Katie has found her voice this year. Not- yeah. But, uh, I don't... I like Katie, but I feel like she gets a little, like, uh, amped up when she has Stasi support. Well, as Schwartz said, the vagina mafia yeah. is back together. Is what His words, not mine. But I liked, I liked Katie more when she was only friends with the other girls and not Stasi. Because she was a little bit more level-headed. Okay. When she's with Stassi, she pops off like a lunatic. Stassi has a way with people. Mm. But yeah, everyone started popping off. Um, at one point, like James made a, like, a jacking-off motion with his oh, yeah, vodka sprayed, cranberry. Sprayed water all over the place. Um, and then like Jack's like takes off his coat and like starts chasing after them yeah well then so james and lala go sit in a corner and then tom sandoval and ariana show up and they get kind of a cold welcome as well so then they go sit with lala and james and it's like all the people i don't like and then all the people people i do do like like. yeah um the way it should be and tom was like yelling at james for like starting shit like yelling as if like he is james's father (sighs) tom sandoval i Cannot be on his side. Cannot be on his side. Even if he's a right, I'm still not on his side. Right. And never on Ariana's side. The oh, only Ariana... Although Ariana did look, I think, the best she's ever looked in I feel like whenever she's on screen, I look away. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, but, like, and then James having a mental breakdown over the fact that his parents were divorcing. I... I'm sorry, but, like, as an adult... My parents divorced when I was five, and I cried less than James did. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, yeah, I, uh, blaming your behavior on all of that is so crazy when you acted the same way last season. Yeah. Um, Stassi did call James and Lala tall grays. Oh my god, I know you love that. And then we like kind of get a hint of the fact that uh, Lala has a sugar daddy that's like a married man. Oh we yeah. Don't all the details on that. Because yet. Katie becomes Lisa's assistant randomly. Oh my. <laughs> I feel like Wait, they... that's related to that. Well, she told, she mentioned it to Lisa, oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Lisa said it can't gossip. And I feel oh, like yeah. they always find little ways to get them more interaction with Lisa, like yeah. how Tom and Tom last year oh, were yeah. going to become like her, like reps brand ambassador for her sangria. Uh, yeah. The assistant thing is insane. Especially, I, don't, I, I can't picture Katie like handling the position. I know. How's her blog going? Pucker and Pout? Yeah. I think it's like still thriving. Maybe not as much as veggieholic.com. Oh my God. They have the weirdest businesses of, like, all all reality TV yeah. people. Like, Ramona Singer, Pino Grigio makes sense. Veggie Holic, coming from Kristen Doty, who, like, just 
drinks white wine all the time and I'm smokes a, cigarettes. I'm a proud hashtag call Dowdy. <laughs> God, I am answering the call. Uh, one um, thing that they always do right is like Kristen and Stassi drinking white wine in someone's apartment. That's like what this show does, like perfectly, <laughs> constantly. Uh, let's see. Oh my god, what? So I think we have a few more drags. That I think when when James and Lala were sitting down together mm-hmm. with each other. Lala says she had to marry a dude who never fucking talks. Talking about Sheena. Oh my god. <laughs> because talking about how self-involved Sheena is. True. Uh, Wait, and doesn't Lala want to fuck Schwartz? Was that a thing or did I make that up? I don't know. Oh my god, I totally made that up then. Uh, but also, Lala's other two drags. <laughs> when talking about Kristen, she said, at least this hoe knows she's crazy. <laughs> and I was screaming at the top of my lungs. Is Lala the Greek chorus of Vanderpump Rules? <laughs> at least this hoe knows she's crazy. <laughs> and then she said, I called you the blob. I was not. That was that. mean. Yeah, that was mean. Uh, and then, like, they were talking, like, I guess Lala and James kept talking about how old the other, like, the other team is. And then Katie says, what's wrong with people being old? And that's when I knew I chose the right side of history. Since you guys love to drag my age. I think Katie's beautiful. So I understand why Schwartz is with her. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Do you have anything else to say about Vanderbilt Rules? <sighs> no, but I'll be tuned in every week. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, you don't get any more screeners, unfortunately. Just one and done. <laughs> What if I interview Lisa Vanderpump on a weekly basis? (laughs) So Lisa, what's going on? Um, Okay, so I think we're going to just close out the show now with the Freak of the Week and the Wonder Queen. Oh my god. So, I mean, Bethany. Frankel. Frankel. What are you doing? I mean, remember when we were like unsure about where she stood because she was saying a lot of like, positive things about, about Trump. Trump. But then she's like showing up at Hillary fundraiser events. events. I bet you she was showing up there to like be part of society. No, I think she voted for Hillary. She just doesn't like carry. She doesn't way. realize things. Yeah. Like it, this Kylie is the year of realizing Kylie things. told us this is the year of realizing things and we've realized a lot including that Bethany Frankel is the freak of the week. Okay. Us weekly reports. <laughs> she's one outspoken skinny girl Bethany Frankel took to Twitter on Wednesday November 9th to slam those who participated in demonstrations protesting Donald Trump's shocking victory in Tuesday's presidential election she says crazy to bully and badger over the election we and the media nominated them and we have the right to vote for either she continued the protesting <laughs> the protesting is moronic what is the government going to say? Just kidding? Do over? As previously reported, hordes of anti-Trump protesters, including celebrities such as Madonna, Michael Moore, and Tyler Oakley, <laughs> took to the streets of Manhattan on Wednesday to voice their objection to the ex-celebrity apprentice host's takeover of the Oval, Al- Oval Office this <laughs> coming January. Uh, let's see what else. Just get to the meat. Yeah, yeah, get to the meat. She says, people are burning flags. This is no joke. Uh, telling a fan peaceful protests were not happening in New York City right now. She said she won New York, so no reason to burn our city to the ground. 
after correcting an earlier tweet where she said that he won in New York. Um, she says, cursing and screaming and fighting and burning flags is not productive right now. I'm sorry. Processing grief and frustration is one thing. This is another. She described that demonstrators as imbeciles. I saw today cursing, hurting people, and burning the American flag. Uh, not long after Frankel's rant, one of her followers told her she might not understand the passion behind the demonstrations as multi-millionaire as a multi-millionaire white woman having exactly been the focus of Trump's vitriol for over a year. The business mogul uh, clapped back by saying, "You look mighty white to me." Oh God! <laughs> you look mighty white to me. Like end on that article. Ugh. I could not believe it. Um, we're going to get to our special edition of Peace Corner in a second, but I just want to say, come the fuck on. I mean, shut up. <laughs> like, you are a privileged white person in this world. <laughs> Someone send her a copy of the First Amendment. Stat. Yeah. Well, hopefully P will serve her a little something in this week's Peace Corner. And uh, as always with Peace Corner, (laughs) (laughs) doesn't necessarily reflect the views of Come Through Queen. Uh, So here it is. Bethany Frankel is Donald Trump. Like him, she is a strangely shaped rage monster who had a dark, privileged childhood, and now she distracts herself from her psychological wounds by drying her tears with piles of money. Also, like Donald Trump, she exists now purely as a brand, slapping the word skinny girl on products. The chili line popcorn is delicious. She lacks empathy, shouts cruel insults at anyone she fears is going to harm her, She appears to be the kind of person who would refuse to pay her horde of terrified employees for work that they've done for her. She is cheap and venial and small and self-absorbed, but I did like her. For some reason, I found her brand of mania to be charming until Wednesday, November 9th, 2016. On Wednesday night, Bethany issued a slur of strangely worded, grammatically and factually incorrect tweets decrying anti-Trump rallies for burning her city to the ground. Bethany attacked people in her mentions, bragging that she started from the bottom, as if she were a square-jawed anorexic drake. Like usual, Bethany did not know what she was talking about, and yet she talked. And talked. I would like to use this segment of Peace Corner to proclaim that Bethany Frankel is dead to me, and next season I would like the listeners of Come Through Queen to hold me accountable if I ever try to change my mind. I am now Team Lou. I would like to take this opportunity to publicly apologize to Dan for ever disagreeing with him. Free Bryn Hoppy. Thank you. P, we would like to welcome you to Team Loom. <laughs> it took you a while to get here, but we accept all members. Unlike, I don't think I'm Team either. Unlike hateful Bethany. Stop. <laughs> um, You're not Team Loom? I never was, was I? Ugh, you're disgusting. I feel like I was forced into that because okay. this is a hostile household. This is a Lou household. Oh my god. So, P, you can come on season premiere of next of next of uh, New York coming up. 
I mean, I'm sure I'll be on before then. That's like months and months away. I know, but like save the date, pencil it out. Save the date, yeah. Because <laughs> we want to hear like his direct reactions and see if he still Ooh, yeah. feels what team the he's same. On. I agree, yeah. Oh my god, we're going to be several months into Trump's America. Yeah, we will. So we'll, you'll just have to wait and see. so the the one true queen this week the one the one shining light in our in our lives the one beacon of light the queen is back sheree she by sheree she's got the peach back she's got it back she's standing in the back but she's got it back she's standing in front of a blurry painting (laughs) Just going, in hard. just going, I mean, that ooh alone gave her the one true queen. <sighs> She's in my top five. Of all time? I think so. No, get out of town. There's so many others, especially when she's been off the bench. No, on the bench for so long. I... Said okay. what I said, and I, I said what I said, and I meant what I said for right now. Okay, for this moment in time. Uh, so, anything else to add? No. That's it. That's our show for this week. We hope you guys took respite and come through Queen. What is respite? Look it up. <laughs> Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and Google Play. Also, please. Please follow us on Twitter and Facebook and submit your questions and thoughts to us there. Uh, you can email us at comethroughqueen at gmail.com. Uh, you should also be leaving us a review on iTunes or Google Play so we get uh, some more love. Um, Brendan, where can we find you online? You can find me at not Brendan, and also just staring at that photo of Hillary Clinton in the woods with the random hiker. Oh my god, I love it. Yeah. Um, where can we find you? Uh, at IDK IDK. Nice. Yeah, so like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us. Please retweet. See you next week. Goodbye. I wanna see ya come through, Queen. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.